Hi, Queens. This is Sharana Reeves, and you are listening to the first episode of These Three Things podcast. Thank you for joining me. That applause was for you. That's my mixer. I actually just like pushing that button and hearing the applause. <laughs> so if you know me, you know I'm I'm kind of silly sometimes. Uh, it's just my makeup. But I did want to create an episode where we talked a little bit or I talked a little bit about how these three things came to be and the intention behind it. I will be the first to say I am not an expert in relationships with black women, African-American women, however you want to word it. I will not be politically correct on here and how I say terms uh, just because um at times I'm just going to be talking and what will be said will be said. And I just want to put that out there that I'm not always going to be PC. So know that I have not always had the best relationships with us. Um, I don't know if that was to my doing or not either way. It bothered me. I didn't realize that I wanted to do a podcast or that a podcast would even be on my radar at this season of my life. Matter of fact, I didn't even really know anything about podcasting. But September of last year, I moved to Savannah, Georgia. And this was a, a weird move for me because for the first time in my life, I moved somewhere. Well, for the first time in 21 years, I'd moved somewhere by myself. Both of my children are now in college. I'm a divorced mother of two, a son and a daughter, Kendon and Kimora. Shout out to my boy and girl. Well, my young man and young woman now. And I moved to Savannah by myself. Uh, I had pivoted in my career and went in a different direction. Um, and life was just different. I started a new job. I was living in a new city, meeting new people. And my life really slowed down in ways that it had not been in 21 years. I mean, I've had a hectic career as a women's basketball coach where I'm traveling. After my divorce, I was traveling and raising two kids um, as a single mom, trying to maneuver all of that, traveling with my teams, traveling with uh, for recruiting. It was just a lot of travel. So now I'm at a place where the kids are gone. I'm in a new career. I'm not traveling, and I just have all this time on my hands. I'm actually Monday through Friday, 8 to 4, could work from home some days if I so choose, which was crazy. You know, it was crazy for me to have this much time on my hands. So with all this time on my hands, it gave me time to just reflect about life, just decisions I had made, mistakes I had made, and it was a necessary reflection. And in the process of all the reflecting, uh, I walked into work one day just on a normal day. Well, I didn't just walk in. Let me give you the backstory. So I'm riding in my car and I'm listening to a podcast because for some reason in all my downtime, I needed to feed my brain something that w other than was just on television every day. So I started listening to podcasts and I liked listening to educational podcasts. I like listening to podcasts about other people's stories. I have always been intrigued by how other people came to be, who they are, got to where they are, just the process of it all. I have always loved that. 
I love to know a story. So I was listening to a story about Cicely Tyson. And in this story about Cicely Tyson, uh, the person who was telling the story was saying that Cicely Tyson was a secretary before she became the mega star uh, mother of acting, uh, the matriarch of us all, Cicely Tyson. Before she became all of that, she was a secretary working in an office. And in her office space one day, she looked around the office, pushed herself back from her desk in her chair and said, you know what? I'm called to do more than this and I'm about to go and do it. And when I was listening to that podcast, something inside of me just woke up and this voice was like, yeah, you too. And I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, I'm happy. I'm like low key life in it right now. You know how hectic my life has been? Like, I'm just happy to have some downtime. And this little needling just never would let go. So in the process of this needling that's happening inside of me, I'm getting up and I'm going to work and going to the office because I actually liked going into the office. Our office space was beautiful. It was amazing. It was a three-story home turned into an office space that, you know, you want to be at work. It was just a beautiful space to be in. And we had two offices located in downtown Savannah. So sometimes I was back and forth in between the two offices and just enjoying it. Well, in the process of all of this and this needling that's going on inside of me, there's something else that I'm supposed to be doing. I um, get dressed one morning, I go to work, and I'm sitting at my desk, and it's about 20 minutes before lunchtime, and I find myself just taking stuff off of my desk and sticking it in my purse. And I'm not really sure, like, what's happening in this moment, but it, I, I realize that I think I'm about to quit my job. Like, I think I'm about to quit this job. So... I've packed up all of my stuff on my desk. I've stuck it in my purse and I'm walking out the door as if I'm going to lunch. I get in my car and I call my boss. Now, let me just tell you about the guy that I worked for. Christian guy, great guy. He recruited me to this job. He was very patient with me on making the decision to take this job. He allowed me months to consider whether I wanted to make this move, whether I wanted to do this or not. So just a very good man. And I'm sitting in my car because he wasn't at our office. He was actually at the other office. And I get in my car and I call him and I said, hey, just want to let you know, today is my last day. And he says, no, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. And I said, to be honest with you, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be doing, but I need to prayerfully take some time to figure that out. And him being the Christian guy that he was, he was like, okay, I respect it. You know, let me know if you need anything. Uh, I'm here if I can help you in any way. Now, I know some of you are like, so you just quit your job with no notice? Like this guy's a good Christian guy and you just walked off and didn't give a notice? Well, just so you know, in this profession as a executive recruiter, if you're not at work recruiting then there is no work to do. So there is, this isn't a field where you'll put in two weeks notice because it's like, there's no need to. It's kind of quirky like that, but trust me, as much as of a great guy as this man was to me, if a two weeks notice was what was required to leave uh, in a good way with him, I would have done that. It was not required. So I leave, make the phone call, and I go home. 
And for the next month and a half, I basically slept until I felt like getting up, made myself breakfast. I went to the beach. You know, Savannah has beaches. And so why not? I went to the beach. I prayed. Uh, I reached out to my therapist who uh, I had when I went through my divorce and just really wanted to start talking through some things with her just because I believe in mental health. I am a proponent of mental health. I am a proponent of seeking mental help when you need it. And I wanted to just unpack some things with her. And in the process of all of this, just taking time for myself to just reflect, I felt like that the Lord began to download into me what we're now talking about is these three things. The question came to my mind one day while I was sitting on the beach, just being, just enjoying the water, just enjoying the space and the, and the air. What are you passionate about? And I would take a notepad with me because as things came up in me, I wanted to start writing them down and journaling just what my spirit was telling me. So as I'm writing these things down, I realized that I'm only, you know, I'm passionate about maybe three or four things in life. Number one would be my children. I'm passionate about my son and my daughter. I, I love them. I think they are great people. I like my kids. I like who they've turned out to be. And maybe their dad and I have had something to do with that. But honestly, I really do believe that it is just the Lord Almighty and his hand up on their lives and just the grace of God, because they have just really been great kids for me to have raised them by myself after their dad and I divorced and for them to turn out to be honor students and great people and very empathetic and loving children. Now, young adults, you know, it's just the hand of God it's the grace of God on their lives. So I'm passionate about my, my children. I've always been passionate about basketball. You know, when I, when I decided that I could no longer function as an assistant coach in women's basketball. I actually said to God, I'm like, God, if you want me to stay in coaching, you're going to have to get me a head coaching job because I can't do the assistant coaches thing anymore. Not that being an assistant coach was bad, but for me, I knew after my last job that my time was up doing that. There was nothing else for me to do. There was really nothing else that I could give as an assistant coach, and I knew that. So I've been passionate about basketball, even though I had made a conscious decision to go do something else if it wasn't going to offer me the opportunity to ever run my own program as a Division I head coach. I am passionate about being black. If you know me, and there are a few coaching friends that I've had along the way that have called me Sister Soldier, which is fine, but I'm passionate about being black. Now, let me be clear. That doesn't mean that I don't love all people because I do. And if you know me, you know that I do. I love everybody, but I'm passionate about being a black woman. I am a proud black woman. I am happy to be black. I think if I died and God gave me an option to come back and pick another race, I'm going to check the black box again. Just because even though we've had the struggles that we've had, we have the struggles that we have. I am happy to be black. I love the black experience. Again, that's not to say that I don't love 
everybody else's experience, but the black experience is my own and I have appreciated it. Also too, I love black women. I want to see us win. Now, for those of you who are new and listening to me and you don't know me from basketball world, I am not a lesbian. When I say that I love black women, that just means that I love us as beings. I love how we move in the world. I love the funny that's in us. I love the intelligence that's in us. I love the style and the grace that's in us. I love how we make a way out of no way. I, le- I love how we just figure it out. And I want to see us win. So I'm passionate about being black. So in the process of me writing all these things down, I, you know, don't think much about it at the time. But for some reason, God always wakes me up like at four o'clock in the morning when there's something that he needs to tell me. And I will tell you that every time I wake up at four o'clock in the morning and the Lord is like talking to me about some things that he needs to tell me, they have 100 percent been accurate every single time. So the Lord wakes me up in the morning. And he's like, your heart has always been to see black women be in better relationships with each other. It's time for you to step out and put that passion on display. And as these words are just coming to me, I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to step out and do that. Like, no, no, I'm not the person for that. And God being God and as patient as he is, just continues to speak these words to me. And if you've ever had God speak to you, it's not like there's a booming voice coming, you know, over a speaker. It's just a knowing that in your thoughts, these things are coming to you. And you know that it's not really something that you thought up. So I'm being obedient and I'm listening. And he starts to download these ideas into me about creating a space where we as black women can get together and talk about our stuff, the good, the bad, and the ugly of us, and get clarity on it and heal from it and be affirmed in the areas where we are doing great and to just have a space where we clear some things up. You know, historically, I don't think there's been another gender or person that's been traumatized more than the black woman. And that's not to say that what our brothers are going through is not trauma, because it is. And brothers, I see you, and I pray for you and I stand next to you in your struggles that you are currently going through and that this nation has put you through as well but since my podcast is a focus on women of color I'm, I'm specifically talking about our trauma there isn't another group of people that's been traumatized more than the black woman And a lot of that trauma, we are still functioning in and through today. We still deal with colorism. We still deal with comparing. We still deal with competitive. We still deal with self-hatred towards one another at times. Jealousy. 
And that's not to say that other races don't deal with that too. So please don't start emailing me with, well, we're not the only race. This is a podcast for women of color where we're talking about our stuff. Someone else can go create a podcast to talk about their cultural things. But for us, I wanted to create a space where we talk about it. And I wanted it to be uplifting. So while all of this is being downloaded into me, this is, you know, I move through that morning process of what God is saying. And I'm like, hmm, what could this be like? How could this like on what platform would I do this? And so it all just starts to come to me to create a podcast where women of color, we can talk about our things, the great things that we do, the not so great things that we do, the systemic, the systemic things that we do to each other that we still function in and sometimes don't even realize that it was intended to divide us and we still allow it to. So I'm driving in my car and I'm thinking about, okay, so God, I I have an idea. I think it's going to be a podcast. Um, You know, I don't want to just create a space where all we do is just talk about it. All we do is we have a session where we just talk about all of our issues throw them all out there on the table and then go home till next week. And I drop another episode. I wanted to create a space where there was takeaways for us. So we could look at it like, yeah, this is stuff that we deal with, but let's consider these things moving forward. Let's consider how we respond in this area moving forward. Let's consider the grace that we aren't giving and choose to be more grace minded in this area Let's give ourselves a pat on the back for that because we have been handling that area of our lives. So I wanted to have a takeaway. So I'm riding in my car and it comes to mind that, you know, hey, God's perfect number is seven. So maybe we should have like seven takeaways that we take from each episode. And then I laugh out loud because I'm like, well, seven is going to be a lot for a sister to remember. Like, are we going to be able to hold seven things to the next week? to consider, uh, to be mindful of. So I quickly decided the seven was not going to be the number and I'm riding. And then the number three comes up. And then I just said out loud in my car, these three things. And when I said it, I knew instantly that was the name of the podcast, these three things. So I pick up the phone and I call my sister, Christy, cause I call Christy about everything. You know, it could be, you know, <laughs> a funny episode of Martin that, I know she would find hilarious. I'm going to pick up the phone and call Christy about it. So I pick up the phone and I call Christy. Shout out to my sister, Christy, and my baby sister, Latoria. I pick up the phone and I call Christy and I say, Christy, you know, I got the, I got the name for the podcast and I've got, you know, uh, uh, the things that I want to take away. I pick three things and I'm like, you know, what do you think about it? And she was like, I love it. She was like, it's like the father, son, and the Holy spirit. Now, I had not shared with Christy that the Lord had downloaded all of this into me and that all of this whole podcast idea had come from above. Like this did not really rise up in me to want to create this or do this. But the passion that I have was in me apparently enough to the point that, you know, he wanted me to do it. So for her to say the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, I knew then that I'm like, okay, this is right. This is this is absolutely right. So now I have the name, I have the takeaways. And so then I start to think about just the mental health aspect of us as black women. And like I said, although we do seek mental help, 
more than our brothers do. I wanted for there to be a therapist involved with this podcast. So when we talk about the heavy and the deep things, the systemic things that still affect us to this day, I wanted to have a therapist with us so that she can help us navigate mentally and emotionally why these things are still affecting us and sometimes in our relationships with each other how we deal with each other in the workplace, how we deal with each other in friendships, how we deal with each other in the community when you're just walking past another sister that we don't even make eye contact, speak, say hello, nod, acknowledge each other. That may seem like such a small thing, but to me, that has always bothered me. I know that we don't have to know each other for me to look at you and acknowledge you and see you. And I too have walked by another sister and not spoken as well. So I don't want to perpetuate that I somehow have walked in excellence in all things concerning us because I admittedly can tell you that I have not. But I wanted to have a therapist that could speak to us and help give us insight on the heavier topics. So We have a therapist. I'm super excited that she's going to be with us. I have some amazing friends that I want you guys to meet that have some great opinions and perspectives about a lot of different things. This process has been going on since February. This download started in February. I have been doing nothing for the past few months but researching, learning, tutorials. I hired a branding and marketing team to help me create this vision and bring this vision to life. It has taken an army of people, which I am very thankful and grateful to, to help create this podcast. So I thank you for joining. My intention is to see us heal. My intention is to see us be in better relationships with each other. The intention of this podcast is to take us to the next level. We need each other, black women, and we are not always kind to each other. When I think back to our ancestors and the struggle that our ancestors have had to get us to this place where we are now with what we've accomplished up to this point, and I know we all still feel like we have a long way to go, and we do, but when I just think about from a relationship, a relationship standpoint, of what our female ancestors would think about the way that we are in relationship with each other at times, I think that they would be very disappointed. And for women who have bore the brunt of things that I could never, that's not okay. It's not okay. And we owe it to them and their struggle for us to be better. I hope that you'll stick with me. I am new to the podcasting world. I listen to a few of my playbacks and I'm like, ay, 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 I have a lot of work to do, but I'll get better. I'm just going to show up and be me. And I'm learning too. I'm here to learn. I'm here to listen. I'm here to grow and to be better myself. So let's do this together, y'all. I love you, Black Queens. I'm excited to be on this road with you, and I'm also scared as hell, but I'm here, and I hope that you'll be here every week too as we drop episodes. 
And in closing, I want to leave with you our unity song. It's written by a good friend of mine, Roseller Mosby, writer and musician, Roseller Mosby, background vocals by his wife, Stephanie Mosby, and lead vocals by a good friend of mine, Latricia Randolph. Welcome to these three things. Too close, free your mind, let's go. 